The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey, everybody. Arch here. It is Friday. It's that time of the week, Panther. We're talking college football. It's here. Rivalry week has arrived. This is the week we all wait for. We've got a lot of games. I hear tell Earns had a lot of games, so probably should just get right to work. We're doing what we did last week. We, uh, I talked to Dr. Earns earlier in the week. He gave us his thoughts, his picks, his insights. We're going to splice it into the show. If you were over on Patreon, I posted the complete raw, unedited Dr. Ernst and Arch conversation over there. So keep that in mind. But let's get to it. Panther, what do you have first up? I'm looking at, are we looking at Virginia, Virginia Tech? Were you on this one? Or is that just Dr. Ernst? That's just Ernst. I've got three games for today, for, for the uh, Friday games. Um, the first one is uh, Texas Tech, Texas, and that's okay, well, a noon kickoff. All right, let's. What you got here on this one? Let's get it. Uh, yeah, the, the, Texas. You know, uh, was supposed to be the Big Twelve champions. They didn't get the memo, <laughs> uh, and now they're you know big favorite at home. Texas Tech can score. They can they can put up some numbers. They've given some teams some fits. Uh, all their games, even their losses are really tight. Um, Texas is really not playing for anything. They're going to get a shit bowl, win or lose, or even if they win the game, they're going to be seven and five. I just don't expect much of a show up for them. So I'm jumping on the Red Raiders here, plus the nine and a half. It's nine even. Does that change your change no, your thought no, process at all? Okay. Nope, I'm still at nine. All right. Let's see what Dr. Ernst had to say about this one. Texas off another loss. This time it wasn't really close versus Baylor. Uh, they didn't do much offensively at all, but however, they were without wide receiver Colin Johnson. He's a big target. They've been without the tight end, Cade Brewer. Uh, their best running back left at halftime, didn't come back. It was 7-3 at halftime. Defensively, they've been healthier, but they were still without uh, B.J. Foster, uh, without the defensive back Cook and uh, 
another defensive back over Sean left uh, last game. I'm not sure the status of any of those six players um, for next week, but it's worth taking a look if you're if you're thinking about going into this game. If Colin Johnson getting back and maybe Cade Brewer at the tight end position, I think Texas is going to be able to score some points. B.J. Foster is a big player in the secondary. Try to get some information on that. Uh, Herman, you know, says that Texas is embarrassed about what happened last week, and he's sure that his team is not checked out for the year. Uh, so weigh that, you know, however you want. Um, but uh, look, if Colin Johnson and a couple of his defensive backs play, I kind of like the Texas side here. So uh, I would lean, I would lean that way. I kind of like where you're at. I'm, I'm leaning with you. I'm going to lean Texas Tech plus the points. All right. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I like it better when you bet. It yeah. gives me a lot of security because you're pretty tight with your bets. So <laughs> well, how about we jump on over to the uh, Iowa-Nebraska game? That is number? 328. 328. Okay. There we go. Iowa-Nebraska. Nebraska plus five? Okay. I'm, I had it at four and a half, but, I mean, the, the, these things change. They, they move. Uh, look, Nebraska – They've got problems. I mean, they're just – they haven't been very good all season. This is a big game for them. They could backdoor their way into a uh, bowl game, a, a, some shit show of a bowl game, but I don't know if that is any incentive for them to play. Iowa could be facing a 10-win season. If win this game, win their bowl game, be at 10-3. and three. The line feels off. Uh, you know, Iowa's played really well all season. The games that they've lost have been against, you know, powerhouses. Uh, this, to me, should have been a double-digit game. It feels a little off to me, but I'm going to do it anyway. Give me the Hawkeyes minus the five. Yeah, man. Whew, this is it's an interesting one. I think you're right. I think they are off. Well, by the way, Earns was not on this game. No, but I, I, I think I think this is – it does feel weird but I'm going to take Iowa with you minus the five with a bet. Yeah, I'm betting it. I'm betting it. Cause I don't think this is, I think the line is a little bit, a little bit incorrect. Yeah. It's trending sure in Iowa's. Yeah. It's trending in Iowa's direction. So it, it opened up, you know, minus four and a half. Now it's minus five and I wouldn't be surprised to see it, you know, get to six, but we'll see public and money are both coming in Iowa. So it is trending the right way. Nothing to worry about there. I like that. One more Friday game. Um, I think this, for a, for a mid-major matchup, I think this is just going to be an absolutely phenomenal game. Uh, Cincinnati Bearcats traveling over to play Memphis. Cincinnati's only loss has been that blowout to the Ohio State Buckeyes. And, there, I mean, there's just no – you have to wear that one. The Buckeyes are just that good. You know, Memphis has been equally as to the task. Both these teams are 10-1. and one. But that's where I'm having trouble with this game. Memphis being a 12-point favorite just seems really, really aggressive. Cincinnati even has the better defense. I get it. Memphis has the better offense, and they are scoring at a lightning pace. Um, The lowest output in their last five games is 42 points. But they give up points. They will give up some points. I think Cincinnati can keep up with them. That 12 is too many to me. I will take the Bearcats plus 12. You're going to do it. All right. Let's see what Ernst had to say. Uh, I haven't seen Memphis play very poorly this year. And uh, they did lose to, to Temple. But they, I believe they turned the ball over four times in that game. And then they had a 
an interesting call late in the game on their last drive. I think they were about to be in field goal uh, position. And there was kind of a controversial call on a catch or no catch. It looked like he caught the ball for Memphis. And so they didn't win that game. So uh, just something to consider there. And um, maybe the question of uh, the offensive line for Cincinnati, they haven't been performing very well offensively. So something to take a look at there. Just wanted to cover it because it seemed like a, a big line there. Well, Memphis blew some leads, if you remember, three of them to UCF in the past two years prior to this one. Uh, when they had big leads, they couldn't hold it. Are they going to do it this year? I mean, I, I've seen Memphis. I was against Memphis early in the year, but I've seen them play. And boy, they, they've looked pretty good. So I don't know if they just run away with this one or not. No, I can't do it. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know. No, I can't do it because I know there's going to be a, I know there's going to be a lot of people that want to come on, on Cincinnati. It just seems like so many points for this big game. All right, no, man, I'm kind of with you here. I'm, I'm kind of with you. The plus twelve and a half. It seems like it's a, it's not a bad play. <sighs> am I going to bet this many games this week? I am. I'm going to go with you. Let's do it. I'm going to take Cincinnati plus the 12, 12 and a half in this one. I like it. That's all I got for Friday. We're going to move over to Saturday. I've got a full slate. I'm not exactly sure what all Earns did. Hopefully he's piggybacking on about half these games. This rivalry week, we've got a bunch of really, really good games. And we're going to start with that big showdown. <laughs> I guess in Georgia, it's a big showdown. Uh, Georgia and Georgia Tech. Um, that, that just – Georgia's just giving up way too many points i'm showing 28 does that line move for you let's see georgia what's the what's the number on that one the uh uh that's 343 343 let's look here opened at georgia minus 28 and it's 28 now yeah georgia's just not been blowing teams out um, they won 19 to 13 last week, 21 to 14, even against a, what's been a really bad Missouri team as of late, they only won 27 to nothing. So my whole play here is just the point spread. This is a rivalry game, Georgia tech. I think they still do that funny, you know, triple option stuff. I'm not sure if they've ever changed. I haven't seen many yellow jacket games this year, but I'm just banking on them to keep this within four touchdowns. I am going to take Georgia tech plus 28. I don't hate that move. Uh, Ernst was not on this game. I'm not really on this game either. I, it wouldn't surprise me if Georgia wins by, you know, like 31. It, it just wouldn't blow me away. So I'm leaning with you, but I can't quite pull the trigger. I feel you. I feel you. What else you got? Well, let's see. Let's see if we can't get you to pull a trigger on this one since it's going to be your homer team. We're going to talk about the Kansas Jayhawks. That's 365, 366. Yes, 366. Yes, yeah. yep. uh, look, we just, I dismissed Baylor pretty much all season long. They went toe-to-toe. Listen, if they would have beaten Oklahoma, they're sitting in the number four spot right now. They are sitting in the four spot. They get this game. They're going to get another shot at Oklahoma. I still think there is a chance that they could backdoor their way in to, the, to that number four spot. Oh, my God. I know. I know. It's scary. All the stands in their way is Kansas and Oklahoma. To me, this line seems off. As good as Baylor has been for this only to be 14 points, I get it. Kansas played some, you know, 
tougher games, competitive games, but they've also managed to get blown out. I'm expecting Kansas to pull a Jayhawk here and get blown out. I will take the Baylor Bears minus 14. Oh boy. Okay. Can't do it, man. I don't I don't hate the play, but uh I don't know. Uh Baylor's gonna win by what? <laughs> They're gonna win. Are they going to win by 14 or are they going to win by 12? I can't tell you. Les Miles, he stands in the way. Can they do it? I don't know. I'm going to lean Baylor with you, but I can't pull the trigger. It's always a tough thing, isn't it, betting against your team? Or in your case, leaning. So, yeah. hey, let's jump over to the big one. This is the game, the game of the day. 367, 368. The Buckeyes are going to travel up to Horville, that shit town known as Ann Arbor and take on the Wolverines. Last year, the Buckeyes destroyed them. I don't see any way it doesn't happen again. I, the Wolverines aren't very good, although they have played much better. Right? They played, After that Penn State loss, their defense has played much better. Their offense has played much better. But oh, I went to Ohio State. I'm an alum. I went there for three years. I don't think people, if you're not a fan of the Whores of Ann Arbor or the Buckeyes, I just don't know if you understand the hatred. That There is so much hate between these two schools. Uh, Ohio State will run up the score if given the opportunity. Uh, I believe they will. Nine and a half is not enough points. I'm taking the Buckeyes. Mm-hmm. Is it nine and a half? Let's see. Here. I'm showing see nine the, and a half. See what you got. It opened. Wow, shit. See, this is one of those weird ones. It opened at eight and a half. Pinnacle's got it at seven and a half. Five Dimes has got it at eight and a half. Bet 365 has got it at nine. So it's one of those. You can almost call your shot. Where, where's your comfort zone here? I mean, if I look, you're always going to take the, if you're taking the favorite, you're always going to take the lower number. So if I can get them at seven and a half, I'm jumping. You on can. That. All right. You got them at seven and a half. But I still think they beat them by two touchdowns or more. Oh, oh, all right. This is tough. This is real tough. At eight and a half, it's gotten you know better for Ohio State. It's gotten worse for Michigan. If if we're looking at that seven and a half, at the eight and a half, it hasn't really moved. At the nine, it's it's going in the opposite direction. So very very interesting lines here. Uh, Let's see, public and money both seemingly on Ohio State. I don't like this. I don't like this at all. I'm going to lean Michigan here. This is oh just me God. being a contrarian. Just me being a contrarian. I don't like it. Don't like the way the line's moving. We're going to see what Dr. Ernst had to say too about this one. I'm seeing a stat out there to the effect of outside of the Rich Rod uh, tenure at Michigan, uh, a team that's getting more than a touchdown's covered nine out of the last ten times. Um, I don't know if, uh, that has a, you know, an effect on, on, on this line, maybe drifting a little bit towards, uh, Michigan side here. Um, cause I think it was at nine at one point for Ohio state, um, maybe across the board, but, um, look, I think there's a lot of angles here. I think there's going to be some Michigan backers out there, despite the fact that Ohio state has basically what taking care of business Every game has has Ohio State not just gone out and taken care of business against everybody, and then Michigan, Michigan struggling right at some at points uh, this year, especially early. Um, 
But I feel like there's probably a number of people that have this feeling that Michigan is starting to get it together. Um, so obviously the games at Michigan, there's a couple defensive coaches. Here's here's sort of uh, maybe I don't know if how, how talked about this one is, but there's a couple of defensive coaches for Michigan that jumped ship and went to to work for Mich- uh, Ohio State. I think one of them, uh, Madison, I believe, is a co-defensive coordinator for Ohio State this year. Um, does that have any impact on the game at all? I don't know. The, the Michigan Wolverine players are are talking about how you know they're they're ready to play. They, 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 some of them feel betrayed by this, and, and you know, does does that matter? Is that really going to motivate them anymore? I don't know, but it's a you know it's something to talk about, I guess. Um, yeah. So look, you know, Gaddis is the new OC at Michigan, and it, I guess it makes sense that they would start off slow, learning a new system, and then maybe gain steam as the season goes on. Maybe that's happening. Um, so for me in this game, look, I haven't seen enough out of Michigan's offense, it being explosive enough to to get me in on the Michigan side here. And um, Ohio State's won the last seven in a row. It, for me, it's going to be Ohio State uh, or nothing here. Um, but maybe if it gets up to nine, it, it, obviously it's it's less uh, enticing. Yeah, look at the last game real quick against Penn State. If you look at that game closely, I mean, Ohio State could have been up 35 to zero. Penn State slowed them down. They made them. It, it was so like Ohio State couldn't score on three plays. They didn't get these huge chunk plays. Uh, but they still couldn't ultimately stop him. I mean, Fields was too much with his legs. Scrolling, 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 trying to find my next game. I had. Uh, you should be looking for 369, 370. 369, Clemson. All right. Clemson. Clemson at South Carolina. Look, Clemson, they're going to get railed because the ACC has just been so bad this year, and this is going to be another one of those games that's going to be a blowout. Um, they're, I'm showing minus 27 and a half. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. I, and, I, and I don't really see any reason that they're going to call this a rivalry. South Carolina got their big fluky win uh, over Georgia earlier in the year. Um, they've lost four of their last five and they've been getting blown out um, at Texas A&M. They lost 30 to six. Clemson has every incentive to run up the score because they're kind of getting looked down upon from the committee and they're going to, their ACC title game is not going to be very competitive either. They're not going to get a highly ranked team. So I am actually pretty comfortable taking Clemson minus the points here. Okay. Wow. It's a lot of chalk, man. It is a lot of chalk. Okay. Gotcha. And I don't like it. It's too much chalk for me to pull the trigger on. I'm leaning with you, but I oof, I can't bet this one. Ernst wasn't on this one either. Let's see if this entices you. And I, I sometimes I, I you know I just kind of blow over that you want to lean something, but 52 to 3, 55 to 10, 59 to 14, 59 to 7, 45 to 10. That's the last five games from Clemson. Mm, yeah, I think they'll probably roll. They they have you said it. They have every incentive to roll because. They'll win and they get they get knocked down in the rankings. So yeah, so yeah, yeah. and everybody yeah. below them's going to play a much tougher opponent. Mm-hmm. You know, and, we'll, and we'll touch on we'll touch on mm-hmm. Al- Auburn Alabama here, uh, here in a minute. All right, what else you got? But, uh, uh, let's jump over to three seventy one, three seventy two. Three seventy one, three seventy two. Minnesota. 
That's right. Wisconsin opened up minus two and a half on the road, and they are minus two and a half now. Oh, you love those two and a half games, don't you? It's always a trap. It's always a trap. Uh, the only thing that I, I don't like about this is that it's at Minnesota. Um, you know, and this is this game right here, I believe, is for the Big Ten. I don't even know what they call their divisions. Is this the West? Uh, winner of this game is going to go play Ohio State, presumably Ohio State in the uh, Big Ten championship. So this this is a big, big game. Um, Minnesota did not play Ohio State. Wisconsin already got their ass kicked by them once. I'm not sure if they want to have a second shot at them or not. Um, but I like Wisconsin on the road here. I like Jonathan Taylor, like his ability to run. Um, Penn State was able to run on Minnesota. Wisconsin should be able to run on Minnesota. I think this is going to be a great game. This is definitely a watchable game. Uh, but I am going to jump on the Badgers here. Okay, got you in. Let's see what Dr. Ernst had to say about this one. Minnesota beat Wisconsin last year on the road at Camp Randall. Uh, they were 5-6, and six, Minnesota was at that time. They needed to win that game to become bowl eligible. They absolutely blew the doors off of Wisconsin. I think it was like 35-15 to 15 or 37-17 to 17 or 35-17, something, something like that at Camp Randall. And look, this is the basically the same Minnesota team that went on the road and won that game last year. Okay, and you know what? While I can see the Wisconsin side here, I can see you know, hey, they've got a good defense. They've obviously got a good offense. They've got a running back that's really good, right? One of the things that I think I'm always going to play, and it's almost like a system play for me, Arch, and and, and you know, I, I don't necessarily take a lot of system plays, right? Um. But in, in, in football and in college basketball, in college football and in basketball, I, I'll, I'll make this play almost every time I see it. When a team has beaten a team the previous year, okay, and now that team, the, they, the next year later, they've got the same team, what's going to happen this year? <laughs> Why wouldn't they beat them again? You know, And this year, the game's at home. This the same offensive line, these same wide receivers, the same quarterback, the same running backs, even better running backs now, the same Minnesota defense from last year. They beat him last year. Why wouldn't they beat him this year? So I'm coming in on the Minnesota side in this game. And uh, I, I almost think they win. Now, look, there's some rain. There's some snow. It's going to be a cold little mix. 38 degrees, I believe, is the forecast. Does that hurt Minnesota in this game? I don't know. Um, so that's something to think about, but, um, yeah, I think I'm going to go ahead and, uh, play, play Minnesota plus the points here. All right. Whew. Two and a half is always a trap. We, I, I, I bang that all the time. Not so much in college football, more in the NFL. They're just asking you to just give it up. They, they think everybody will just give up two and a half without even worrying about it. I'm on, uh, I'm on Minnesota plus the two and a half. Bet. So disappointed. Anyway. So disappointed. <laughs> uh, let's roll over to 391, 392. We are looking at Indiana at Purdue. Oh, your home, your home state is seven and a half, minus seven and a half. No, excuse me, minus seven even now against Purdue, plus seven. The old oaken bucket. I really don't even know what the hell that is all about, but that's what they battle for is the oaken bucket. 
you know, Indiana's last two losses have been against highly ranked teams. They lost to Penn State in a game they maybe could have, should have won. Um, and they weren't very competitive against that team up north in Ann Arbor. Disappointingly so. Um, Purdue's just, I mean, this has been bad all season. I Seven points. Indiana can score. They can score in bunches. Um, Purdue gives up points in bunches. You know, when they lose, they lose in, in grand fashion. So, I this is a rivalry game, but I don't expect it to be close. Uh, I'm going to jump on the basketball school in Bloomington and take the Hoosiers here. Taking the Hoosiers. All right, let's see what Ernst had to say about this one. Yeah, I had a play against uh, Indiana last week. Um, I haven't really been looking to back um, Indiana much at all this season. Indiana might have lost another offensive lineman last week versus Michigan. I would say that they probably did lose him. Stevie Scott, the running back for Indiana, he's also questionable. May or may, I don't know whether he'll play or not. Uh, that's going to keep me away from the Indiana side. Although it looks like Indiana is probably going to get back the, their best wide receiver, Watt Failure. He was out of last game versus Michigan. Um, but uh, it's been... Uh, since 1993, since the Hoosiers have won eight games, so they got a chance to win eight games here. Um, look, I bet on Purdue this season, and they've had some covers. They're seven and four ATS. Purdue is this year, um, but look, both of these teams are actually seven and four ATS. So both have been pretty good. Uh, Rondell Moore, the All-American wide receiver, I don't think he's playing in this game, but I, I don't think he's been ruled out yet. May, you know, I guess there's a slight chance of sliver that he comes back, but I don't think he is. Yeah, let's go uh, Purdue there. I, I, I mean, I like, I like taking a shot there on Purdue because it's just such a big rivalry game. Okay, you know, it's just a little too much chalk for me in a rivalry game on the road. I'm leaning Purdue. Just gonna lean them. I think, I think Indiana wins, but I think it's probably they win by like four. They win by is it five? Can they get up to five? No, let's say it's going to be 38, 31-28 in that ballpark. Indiana wins, no problem, but I think it's within a field goal. All right. Sorry, I'm just breaking your heart left and right here. I, you know, I like it when you jump on board with me, but it's you're, you're, you're really – you know what? I think I get you on board in this next game. I got you on this next game. How about you try 393-394? We are looking at LSU. Ooh. Right, three X Texas A and M LSU. Yep, that's right. Texas A and M LSU. Listen to this. This is Texas A and M. Lost to number one Clemson at the time. Lost to number eight Auburn at the time. Lost to number one Alabama at the time. Lost to number four Georgia at the time. Those are their four losses. This will be their fifth. They're going to lose this game. All they're going to lose five games to top ten opponents. That, that, that is, I, I've talked about their schedule since the beginning of the season. That is an incredible schedule. And they've played them tough. And I have no doubt in my mind that they're going to play LSU tough. I'm showing 16 and a half points. I feel like that's too many. I think LSU wins the game, but I want those Aggies with those points. Okay. I like where your head's at. I like it a lot. Let's see. The public and money are no surprise. It's no surprise. They're both on LSU, but they're not as heavy as you'd think. Uh, yeah, just ever so slightly in the money. Um, I'm leaning with you, man. That 17 is right. LSU, they're going to win. I don't think there's any doubt of that. I think you established that pretty well. 
But what are they going to win by? Two touchdowns-ish? Earns was off this game. I'm leaning with you. I'm going to lean this game. A&M plus, plus the 17. I like it. Well, I know Earns is on this next game because it's his team. Let's try 397, 398, the old Iron Bowl. The Iron Bowl. We're looking at Auburn and Alabama. Auburn opened up. If I could find the goddamn line. <laughs> Alabama opened up minus three and a half. And they are minus three and a half. This is this is going to be interesting because, okay, so we everybody knows Tua's out for the season. He's done. Um, this is a home game for Auburn. So that does sway it a little bit. Auburn is really, really good at home. And I don't have to live down there. I know. This game rivals Ohio State Michigan in hatred. These two schools hate each other. Their fans hate each other. This, I mean, and, and listen to the schedule today. I mean, you get to go from Ohio State Wolverines. I hope you guys all pay attention. I will not say the M word ever. <laughs> Ohio State Wolverines at noon, and then you get Alabama-Auburn at 3.30. Like, how do you not just order some pizza, get a case of beer, and just sit and watch football all day? This game, I, I, I get why the line is. I get the two a factor. Alabama's not going to the SEC title game. They can backdoor. They can backdoor their way into, uh, you know, a Final Four finish and and get into the playoffs. They've done it before by not getting into the title game. They can do it again, but they're going to need a convincing win. I know Ernst is probably loving his War Eagle Tigers here, but I don't. I'm jumping on the Crimson Tide. I think they take care of business, and I think they win this pretty convincingly, actually. I like it. I'm with you. I still think Alabama can win. I think they can win by more than three and a half. Little worried. Little worried that I'm taking a road team minus three and a half. That's a little concerning, but I, I think they can win by a touchdown. I'm with you. I'm betting Alabama. Minus the three and a half. Earns didn't touch this one. What? That's his team. Listen, this guy, this guy, and I heard this from a third-party source, calls me out on my Notre Dame on whether or not I'm going to bet my Irish pick a side, and then he's not going to bet his team. Um, he's, uh, I'm, I'm going to have to give him a call. We talked about the slate, though. We talked about this schedule of, of just sitting down and watching these games, right? 8 o'clock, we get the next game. Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, we get Bedlam. Oklahoma is probably the same, thinking the same thing as Alabama, except they do get a, a conference championship game, and they get a worthy opponent in Baylor. So they've got to get past Oklahoma State. And they've had a phenomenal season. I can't see where they would love nothing more than to trip up the Sooners' chance at getting to the playoffs. This line, I'm not calling it, it's definitely not a trap, but I think it's it's pretty off and pretty aggressive. Oklahoma State in a rivalry game, getting almost two touchdowns, seems it just seems a little too many to me. I am jumping on the Cowboys. I want those points. Gotcha. Gotcha in here. <clears throat> this wasn't a game Ernst was on. I'm on I'm on it though. I, I agree with you hundred percent. I think you're you're right on. Whew, I like Oklahoma State plus the points. I don't think there's any surprise that the Sooners are gonna win this game. But they're only gonna win by like, you know, a touchdown. 
not not 12. Although I will say public and money are both seemingly on the Sooners or excuse me, the Cowboys. Yeah, money and public are both on the Cowboys. Line hasn't shifted like you'd want it to. <laughs> yeah, it's frozen at plus tw- it was plus 12 is where it opened. It's plus 12 frozen at Pinnacle. It's plus 13 at five dimes. And bookmakers even got a plus 13 and a half. So I'm going to bet it with the caveat is the line's not moving like it should. There's something wrong here. I look, I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say, listen, mafia, this is probably worthy of a, of of a money line play. No, it's not. No, it's not. I just, I said, you heard it here first. The Cowboys can beat the Sooners. They can right, beat right. them. Yes. And I can give out a, a woman an orgasm. Another one of those things are going to happen. <laughs> uh, hey, we can't, I, I just leave my D-Gens to water. I can't make them drink it. One don't more game. Drink, don't drink that water. Don't drink that water. <laughs> one more game. The Mighty Irish are going to travel out to Palo Alto, California for a recruiting trip. While they're there, they're going to take on the Stanford Cardinal. Oh. You fucking Notre Dame fans are so obnoxious. I know, right? Yeah. Here, here's the thing. There's a, there's a lot of noise. A lot of noise about Brian Kelly. Uh, Florida State's apparently interested. Um, of course, I'm spoon feeding a lot of that noise because I don't think he lasts past 2020 anyway. Um, so I, I think Brian Kelly's name is going to come up for a lot of jobs, whether it be college or NFL this year. But um, they've, they have looked really good since that Virginia Tech almost lost. They looked really good against Duke, looked really good against Navy, looked really good against Boston College. They're playing with some purpose. A win here would give them a 10-2 and two season, probably – you know, one of those big six bowls. Um, so th- they've got some incentive. There's there's some money here, right? No conference, don't have to share the money, none of that stuff. Stanford's been really down this year. They've lost three in a row. They struggle to score. And their defense really isn't all that good either. I My first inclination was to take Stanford because it's so many points, 16 and a half points. But when I look at how good Notre Dame's been playing and how bad Stanford's been playing, I just can't do it. I'm going to take my Irish minus 16 and a half. Too many. Too many. Let's see what Ernst had to say about this too. I don't have uh, too much of an opinion on this because I haven't seen Stanford play much this year. They were banged up early. They've got some big boys. Um, you know, it's a, uh, it's a power five team. And uh Got to figure they're going to have a better defense than than uh, BC. But look, I just wanted to say on this one, can Sex Panther give us a definitive pick on Notre Dame? Okay, you know he was what kind of off. He, he couldn't even he couldn't even get us a, give us a pick on the on the um, Navy game. A clear and obvious, you know, Notre Dame's going to pound them game, and he can't even give us a solid pick on that one. He didn't give us a pick last week on 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 the Boston College game. Couldn't give us a definitive way on that one. So I'm, I'm just hoping maybe this week he, he can give us something definitive that we can go on. Just saying, you know, I'm I'm 2-0 this year betting on Notre Dame games. So I don't know. I mean, who's the uh, who's the Notre Dame expert? Yeah, I'm, I'm off this game, man. I don't like this at all. I think 
I think the line's probably right where it should be. Open to 14, Notre Dame minus 14. It's minus 16 and a half now. No surprise. Money in public coming in on Notre Dame. Line's moving in the right direction. I don't like it. I'll lean Notre Dame with you just because, but it's too many points. I don't like it. All right. Well, we, we heard from, you know, Earns when you when you pipe him in. I have, Those are my picks. I'm done. Uh, you got anything, Arch, we need to talk about? Do you have anything on the Florida State-Florida game? This was something Earns liked. Um, I looked at it. You know, this is really tough. Florida State actually has played much better since the firing. Um, but they're, they're in that job search thing. You know, like, like I mentioned, the Brian Kelly rumors, Florida State apparently is interested in Brian Kelly. But, you know, they've won two in a row. They, they're scoring. They're playing, you know, good offense. The Gators' defense is just so good, just so good. I think I would probably be inclined to lean Florida State, but I'm showing it over under a 53-and-a-half. I think I like that underplay there. Oh, oh, there you go. Okay. Let's see. Well, let's see what Ernst had to say about that one. Look, I, I definitely think Florida is probably a little bit overrated right now. Uh, the question is, do we want to bet against that overratedness on Florida State? <laughs> uh, but look, they've got a new coach. They've got, what's his name? Uh, I think they're calling him 4-0 Dell. Uh, he's 4-0, this, this new coach, this interim coach. That they, that they have Odell Haggins, uh, former defensive line coach for Florida State. Uh, Florida State's bowl eligible again, and uh, boy, they've got a chance here. Talent-wise, you know, Florida State's loaded. So, um, yeah, I'm going to come in here on the uh, Florida State side. Boom. And I've got to bring up this last game. This was one Earns really circled in our chat. BYU at San Diego State. BYU is... uh, it's open at minus two and a half. It's minus five now. San Diego State plus five. Well, okay, so so BYU is going to get a lot of credit, a lot of love for that that win against uh, Boise State back on uh, October nineteenth, a month ago. But since then, they've gone on a winning streak. But they've played the who's who's of nobody, including two of the worst teams in all of college football in Liberty and the University of Massachusetts. San Diego State's at home. Um, I'm not going to beat them up for losing to Hawaii because Hawaii kind of shocked us this year. Um, you know, at plus six points, I definitely would uh, get on board, support a San Diego State play here. And I believe, Mer- you know, Ernst talked about maybe even money line this. He he likes the Aztecs for the outright win. I don't hate that play. I don't hate right. it at all. Let's find out. San Diego State's had some issues offensively. You can't figure it out. I don't know why. They're healthy offensively. And just haven't been able to put up a lot of points. But I think they're better than BYU. So I'm going San Diego State at home plus those points. It's a bet. You know, they, the public's going to come in on BYU, I bet. San Diego State's going to win this one outright, I bet. I, I'm betting San Diego State. When we when Ernst and I talked, it, was, it wasn't this good. It was uh, – when Ernst and I talked, it was plus three. San Diego State now plus five. I don't see how you can not take it. I am jumping on this game with both feet, just because of Dr. Ernst's confidence. 
I'm even showing plus six, so you might even be able to wait it out and even get more. Man, yeah. That's you a late game. That's a nine o'clock game. Are you pulling the you trigger? Let's kiss a death this thing. We don't KOD nothing. <laughs> yeah, we don't ever KOD anything. Yeah, let's do it. All right, well, just because Dr. Ern said it, we're all going to take it. San Diego State upset watch. He called it. One last game Ern's wanted us to look at. Oregon State, Oregon. It was, when Ern's and I talked, it was Oregon State plus 19 and a half. It is right now plus 19 at Pinnacle. Still 19 and a half at five dimes and bet 365. Man, last week was was Oregon's. Oregon had right. I talked about Oregon winning that game, the showdown with Utah, and then they shit the bed and lost that game at Arizona State. I would be fearful. These are the games that I that I hate when basically your incentive to win has been yanked right out from under you, whether it's your own fault or the other your opponent's fault. Oregon laid a fucking egg last week. And and it, so now for me, it's it's hard to trust them. I think they win this game, but I'm not sure where their head is at. I would lean the Beavers here plus those points. Yeah, let's see what Ernst had to say. Waited very very patiently, Arch. Waited very patiently to start coming in against Oregon. I had to hold off. 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 And boy, I hit it big last week because I ended up with three bets on Arizona State last week versus Oregon. And I'm going to hit the button again. I'm coming in against Oregon. I don't know why this line keeps getting bet up, especially with the success that Oregon State's had. Oregon State's got a chance to get bowl eligible. It's the Civil War. It is in Eugene, but uh, Oregon State last time I checked was pretty healthy. They've got a good offensive scheme. they got a veteran quarterback. And uh, I, I don't like this Oregon team. I've, I've, I've said that for a while. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I, uh, maybe I have to, you know, there's, there's times when, when I, I miss hit on teams. We all know that, but, uh, I think I've been right on, uh, Oregon this year. So, uh, going with Oregon state. All right. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to lean Oregon state plus the points as well. I don't see why not. Earns actually confident enough to bet a game. We should all take notice. So <laughs> there it is. That's it. That's it for the college football picks. You have anything else you want to touch on? Uh, no, that's it. We got. I mean, it's a big weekend, right? We got NFL and college, and and, we, and college basketball is picking up. NBA, they got to make up for taking an entire day off. So yeah, it's gonna be a busy, busy weekend. Um, so you guys know the deal. Discord's where we hang out. If you don't have the app, we got all these listeners that download and listen, and we thank you so much. Get on Discord. Introduce yourself. Shoot the shit with us. Let us know how you're doing, what you got. And when it's all said the day, all of us together, let's make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owner-operators of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. 
Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real Traveler Reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.